Great chiropractors and physical therapists are under constant pressure of declining insurance reimbursements and long hours. But did you know there's a way to double your profit without working more? By building a gym onto your practice, you can earn more income, stabilize your business, and be a hero to your family, patients, and team. It's a big undertaking with a huge reward. Dr. Josh Satterley has done it, changed his life, and now wants to help you do the same. Welcome to Clinic Gym Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Clinic Gym Radio. I am your host, Dr. Josh Satterley, and I'm honored today to be with my guest, Dr. Greg Rose. Greg, how are you? I'm doing awesome, buddy. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Now, uh, those of you who haven't heard of uh, Dr. Greg Rose are in for a real treat. Uh, But Greg, can you give them a little uh, one or two minute synopsis of... uh, kind of your background and what you're doing these days? My background is I taught Josh everything he knows, right? Isn't that my background? No. <laughs> Son of a gun! <laughs> Already got me. <laughs> so basically, my, my background. Okay, so let's see. Uh, engineer was my undergraduate, then became a chiropractor. Okay. Went to uh, Palmer Chiro- Chiropractic College in Davenport, Iowa. And then... Uh, the Mecca. The Mecca. And uh, decided that uh, I loved the sport of golf. And okay. I loved working with athletes. And I moved to where I grew up in, outside of Washington, D.C., Rockville, okay. Maryland. Opened up a practice called Advantage Golf. Everybody told me I was crazy. That mm-hmm. You can't have a uh, chiropractic practice for one sport. And I was like, well, that's what the eye doctor said when they said they were just going to work on the eye. Yep. And uh, five years later, I had over 3,000 patients that were golfers all over the world. And uh, it's taken off. I, you know, uh, For 12 years, I was the, the director of the Tyler's Performance Institute for the golf company Tylus. TPI as it's loving to yep. yep. And um, we still... We still operate TPI all over the world, doing certification seminars. We're the second largest golf education or certification in the world now. Um, we have over 21,000 TPI certified professionals Woo! in 63 countries. And but who's bragging? Nobody's bragging. Yeah. And, then, um, and then probably even a bigger footprint, though, is something that I got involved with. Uh, if I go back, uh, it was Functional Movement Systems, FMS. Okay. So FMS was started by Greg Cook and Lee Burton and Kyle Kiesel back in 1996. And in uh, 2003, a lot of people don't realize this, is we started talking about Gray and those guys were always great friends and mm-hmm. it's on our advisory board. And we started talking about creating a injury movement screen. So the functional, functional movement screen was really designed uh, as a, uh, a tool to figure out what you should and shouldn't do in the gym. Right. But it wasn't designed to try and figure out what's wrong with somebody injury-wise once they've been injured. Okay. So we started talking about how to create one for injuries, and we developed something together called the SFMA, Selective mm-hmm. Functional Movement Assessment. And in 2004, believe it or not, we launched that to the world through TPI. <clears throat> we did it as our medical certification, and after about a year and a half of doing that, we brought it back to FMS and took it, because we are like, this isn't just for golfers, this is for mm-hmm. everybody in the world. And now... Uh, I've been part of that company since then, and we've been uh, taking SFMA all over the, the chiropractic world, uh, yeah. so to say, and, um, and it's, been, uh, it's been a hell of a ride. Awesome, man. Yeah, yeah I, think, uh, I think everybody's in for a treat with this interview, but let me ask a little bit about when you go over your history there. Uh, one of the things that I see is happening more and more in chiropractic clinics, or these multidisciplinary clinics, is this idea that you really can't tell what the license is of the person that's in there, right? Are they well, a chiropractor? That's my little, my little saying is I always say, if, if I can walk into your office and I can tell if you're a chiropractor or a physical therapist, there's obviously a massive gap in your knowledge. Okay. Because right? I feel like the modern chiropractor, the modern physical therapist should have all the tools to take care of anything they've got, right? Okay. And if you don't, the only thing that's limiting you is you, right? Because yeah. you can go get that information. Ooh, man. Right? Greg, you're opening up the can of worms here. <laughs> yeah. Because there's one thing well, that I know about. You blame your school, but I don't blame your school. I blame no. you. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's one thing I know about Greg Rose, and it's you're not scared, right? No, like definitely. there is. I will tell you what I think. Let's put it. Yeah. That way. But I think it's also part of being an engineer is saying there's no problem that's insurmountable. Like, hey, make this piece of aluminum fly, and you're like, okay, let me thin it out and get the shape of wings, and we'll make an airplane, and we'll get aluminum no, to fly. Right. Here's my thing. I don't. It doesn't bother me if, let's say, you're a, an upper cervical chiropractor. We yep. have some. I have some incredible friends. That's what they do. But what makes them really successful is that if the patient comes in, they do their thing. If it doesn't work or they realize right away that this won't work, they mm-hmm. have an alliance of other practitioners that they're mm-hmm. like, and they send you to the right place. So mm-hmm. they still act as like the general practitioner. They tell you right. where to go, blah, blah, blah. But if you're in a mindset of this is the only thing anybody needs right. and all I do is this, I just feel like that's... Uh, and if they're not getting better, it's their fault, not mine. They blame the patient. Yeah. And that is, that is a disservice to our profession. Yeah, right. that's... Yep. That is malpractice. I mean, in my mind, too. and it doesn't, yep. that's not just chiropractors. Like, if no, that's podiatrists, medical. that's yeah. medical. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. 100%. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I am wildly inspired by the, I never let you onto that, by the way, but, you know, uh, I don't want you to get a big head, but uh, <laughs> I'm wildly inspired by how big you think, right? Uh, like, when people were talking about TPI, mm-hmm. like before, that, before TPI, can you share a little bit of the story you've shared with me before of sitting there with your crew in Washington, D.C. And thinking, hey, how do we take this thing bigger from Advantage Golf to, hey, can we maybe? Well, let, let me. I'll, I'll start by saying yeah. I, I, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, and you've heard us speak with Tom Plummer in our business schools. Right. I'm a big believer in writing down your 10-year goals, right? Okay. Or literally, I, I think everybody, and this is a cliche that a lot of people have heard, but I don't know many people do it because it's not mm-hmm. easy. I mean, it takes like a month to do what I'm about to say. Is write down where you. And it's not. Um, it's not easy because it's also. I think there's like the fear or hesitation to, th- am well, I, I allowed think, I to think, think this big? I think there's a perception that okay. what I'm about to say is easy. And when you go do it, you're going to realize it's not, which is basically all I'm going to say is this. Write down what you, if, if everything, if you were the king of the world and you okay. can, anything could happen and everything, all the stars align perfectly and it's your dream, write down where you would be in 10 years, what you'd be doing. Okay. And when you do that and you write that down in 10 years, then you say, okay, to get there in 10 years, where do I need to be in nine years? Then you write down in mm. ninth year, here's where I need to be. And then you go, to get to that in nine years, where do I need to be in eight years? And you work your way backwards. What most people do is what you just said, is they write something down, mm-hmm. they move back to nine, they move back to eight, and they move back to seven, they're like, hell, I could be, like, it only took me three years, and, I, and I, I'm already here in seven. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, that's not where you'll be in 10, you, you could be there in four years. Mm-hmm. You're not thinking big enough, right? So yeah. what I'm saying is like, if, if, you, if you really do that, and you can... And you do this, this, this backward regression, let's put it this way. Mm-hmm. You know, if you work backwards and you're like, I can't even get there. Like, yeah, I need 20 years. Okay, you're thinking too big. That's not, I've never seen that. Usually what happens is people write it down and they move back one, two, three, four years and they're done. And I'm like, okay, that's your four-year plan, not your 10-year plan. You're not thinking big enough. Okay. So uh, that's a great strategy. But tactically, how did that go when you were uh, – the first time you did it. So you're a young yep. chiropractor. You got, you know, yep. you got some patients. You got the world's so, your oyster, but. Okay, so, so think, about, think about me right now. So I, I decide I want to do what I love, which was golf. Okay. Right? So I'd say to some of my friends, I'm like, I'm going to open up a chiropractic practice called Advantage Golf. And they're like, you're going to go bankrupt. You can't just yep. work on golfers. And I'm like, I and can for always. Timeline-wise, this is 19. 1996. Okay. And I'm like, listen, I can always go be a regular chiropractor if it doesn't work. Right. right? You got to go for it, right? So I'd say, okay. What would be the dream? Okay, here's the dream. I write down the dream, and I, and I say, okay, in 10 years, I could imagine, like, imagine if I had four or five practices around Washington, D.C. Okay. They were called Advantage Golf, and I worked with all the golf courses and all the golfers right. in here, and I had all the pros sending me people, and I became the golf doctor. I'm like, that would be the dream. Okay. Right? 
I did the same thing, Josh. I did the same problem, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, what I just said right there. That was as big as you were thinking at the time. Thinking. Okay, I didn't think that countries would be calling me to help certify their federations in 10 right. years, which is what has happened, right? right? Now, I've got lucky. I, I, I'm a big believer in luck of being in the right place at the right time. Like, I started the year Tiger Woods started. And right. Tiger Woods, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't yeah. be having this interview with you. Yeah. Right? He literally, he doesn't know this, but literally he started people asking, like, what is this kid doing? Like, he's got to be doing something. Right. Like, an athlete is now playing golf. It's like uh, Outliers with uh, yeah. Malcolm Gladwell. Like, 100%. five years before, it 100%. wouldn't have mattered. Five matter. years later, yeah, everybody was doing it. So I got yeah. lucky, but I, I even made the same mistake. I, I wasn't thinking big enough. I wasn't thinking, like, I could have a global leading manufacturer support my vision, help me take this, and now become literally, we're almost like the PGA of China. I mean, mm -hmm. if you want to become a certified in, in China and in golf, we're, we're the leading certification there, right? Wow. So Is China a big country? It's a pretty big country. Okay. <laughs> and, just for scale, you know. <laughs> and I, and I, 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 so you never, you never know what you can be unless you dream big enough. Okay. And you can never achieve something big if you don't write it down. And if you write it down and you start breaking it down year by year, mm -hmm. you start to realize, you know what, it's not a big step to get the next year. And just, just get to next, get to year one. Okay. And then when you get to year, get to year two. And if you keep doing this, because how do you know, like everybody gets opportunities. Like somebody will walk in, I know you, this happens to you. Somebody will walk into your clinic and like, Josh, I got a great idea. You know, we're here in Vegas mm -hmm. and we're opening this new casino and I want you to be the guy. Mm -hmm. Is that a good idea or a bad idea? Wow. If you don't have a, <laughs> it's so exciting. Oh my God. What should I do? If you don't have a plan, you don't know. If you're, you go back to your tenure and you go, okay, is that going to help me advance this plan? Yeah. If it's a right hand detour, I'm not saying bypass it. But go play out that 10-year thing, too. Before what are some, you, you so know what people mean? know, what are some almost? I mean, there are probably some sweet deals that crossed your oh path God. at some point that people would be like, you're, you're stupid for turning this down, Greg. This is the biggest opportunity you'll ever have. Well, I'll, I'll, tell, you, I'll tell you the opposite. Okay. Um, when I was in Washington, D.C., and we had our facility, so I started with a chiropractic practice. After four and a half years, I opened up a huge fitness facility called Club Golf that had our medical practice. And by the way, it's multidisciplinary. I had orthopedic surgeons, physical therapists, and chiropractors in this in this And fitness area. pros, right? Oh, we had the, it was, uh, there was an 80,000 square foot fitness facility yeah. with 12,000 members. By the way, that's, that's a blended clinic gym hybrid facility for everybody listening. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and um, at that time, uh, the CEO of Titleist came into our facility with his son, who was nine <laughs> years old, right? And he was bringing his nine-year-old, his coach, Dave Phillips, uh, brings him in and says, hey, I want, I want this uh, kid to get a little stronger, get more flexible, so he brings him to me. I don't know the dad's the CEO of Titleist, but after, he, after we meet, he was like, you know, this is something that I think could help grow the game of golf because we can get more people playing longer, playing more, having more fun. Helps us as a manufacturer. People will use more golf balls, clubs. Right. And, and he left. And I sat down with my team, like you said. And yeah. I was like, guys, I think we could get Titleist potentially to help us to be mm -hmm. a sponsor. And the rest of my team was like, Greg, there's a, the manufacturer is never going to want to do this. And I'm like, I think you're wrong. I think they're interested. And if I would have listened to some of them, yeah. right, I, again, I wouldn't be having this conversation with you. And I was like, you know what? I think that they have the vision that, that this could happen, and we went after it. And I would say, like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Like, what's, it's fear that holds people back, too. It's thinking small and yeah. What's, what, what, what's, what's them saying no? Is that, is that right. the worst thing that's going to happen? But you're no, but if you don't you're ask, no worse off than you are correct, now, right? Correct. Like, nice. just take a chance. You got to know when to jump, right? Okay. You know, like, there's all, you're, you're going to have Now, these, this is just... This is, at the time, though, you're operating probably the, I'm going to guess, is the only dedicated golf facility in the United it, States that's doing that. It was the only that. one that I had seen. Okay. Yeah. And that, that was actually... Time, I, I think it was one of the first ones in the world. Right. Yeah. And it, yeah. was, it was enough to move the needle, so to speak, that 
a guy like that would actually offer on you, right? So I, I think he you saw, had some confidence I think he too. He saw too that I like your vision. You don't have the reach and the marketing and the ability to do what you want, but I think I want to help you, right? Yeah. And I'm like, again, there's going to be opportunities in everybody's life where that person's going to walk in, and you have to have the guts to either ask them or yeah. say go. And sometimes, you know what? Sometimes you're going to fall, but sometimes it's going to work. But if you always say no then it's always going to be a small little business. And some, you, know, you also got to know what makes you happy. You, yeah. you might not want to run a multi-million dollar practice and doing stuff, but uh, the ones that do took a risk somewhere. Yeah, and continue every yeah. day. Like, the only guys who didn't take a risk are the ones who won the lottery. <laughs> but they don't end up well. I'm not banking so. on that. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you took a big risk back there in 1990-something? So, so it was when the, the CEO walked in was 2000. It was okay. right end of 1999, started 2000. Yeah. Okay. And and you moved out to San Diego like based forever, on that information. Yeah. So no, we got so I kind of became a consultant for them. Uh-huh. Uh, they gave us a bunch of equipment. We started testing because we had some of our early three D motion capture labs there. Now this is back in the day of like that stuff was clunky. We're not talking flat screen displays. We're t- oh, this is hand digitizing. <laughs> yes, taking forty five minutes per swing. Yeah, you know, this was like you know your mobile phone now has you know better yeah a hundred thousand times more power than what right. we were doing back then right <laughs> um we used to have the you know the big the big camera with the on, VCR, your shoulder, right? on your shoulder yeah. all that kind that's of stuff. so awesome yep and then uh, but it that was state of the art at the time yeah. right so we were getting some really cool stuff and um uh, basically the ceo of tylus took me and the golf professional dave phillips took us flew us to their facility in san diego and said hey listen i want to show you this facility we have 33 acres out here in oceanside california we use it for fitting our players and testing our equipment. And they were okay. like, do you think we could do more out here? And I'm, you know, I, I'm, again, like, you know, I'm like, I see a vision here. I'm like, I think we could build a performance institute in golf. Because golf's never had one. You know, yeah. the, the Yankees have a training center. Sure. You know, the, the Lakers have one. But nothing ever happened in golf. And I was like, listen, you've got this incredible facility. You have the best players in the world coming out here. Let's start collecting data, start learning on what they're doing. I go, we can create a gym. We can create a whole motion capture studio. And he was like, why don't you guys design it? Tell me, like, I'll hire you to be a consultant to design it for us. So we designed the dream <laughs> and give him the dream. And literally he comes back to us and says, I love it. I have one problem. He goes, I will literally build this for you if you two decide to move out and run it for us. And I'm like... Pony uh, up, buddy. Twist my arm. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> Hold uh, on. Let me shovel some snow here off the sidewalk and think and about the, moving to San Diego. The, I'll, I'll the let you know in about two seconds. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And for those of, you, of, of people listening, because I know that we do have a lot of TPI certified folks that maybe have stopped by the facility. Um, was the building there and you guys modified it or was it so like... So we modified everything. So the, the, there was the, the facility there, um, like where our gym is now is like, a, was an old CORR testing where they would test the club face. Um, okay. We had complete rebuild of the ground. So we added in a lot of our like wow. skills testing area, the wedge area for Bob Bokey where he's at yeah. where we do the wedge stuff. We added like our putting studio mm-hmm. in there and uh, all the 3D bays. Uh, cool. Kind of we're, we're yeah, I mean, up. if anybody's been out there, it's like the, it, it's still Nirvana, right? Like you got to walk out every day and just be like, dude, this is awesome. It is, you know, I always tell people 10 times, I believe this is right, 10 times more people play Augusta National every year than come to the Tiles Performance Institute. It's a pretty yeah. unique experience to come out there we still see tons of people get all kinds of data, but yes, we are so if you go completely to my, spoiled. If you go to mytpi.com and yeah. see a uh, seminar that's based in Oceanside, I would highly recommend you sign up. It's, it's a fun one. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. worth it. So yeah. anyway, so uh, this is kind of taking a turn, but that, that's all right. I thought we were going to talk about how to do this. We can talk about whatever you want. No, but I love the fact that it's okay. thinking big because I've said this, and, I, and Greg and I are standing here at the Parker seminar, uh, and he just got done speaking on stage. Um, and... I hear a lot on, in our group and, and people email me with some like fear-based 
questions and whatnot. And I think based on what we're seeing, there's never been a better time to be a chiropractor. I completely agree. I think if you're seeing what's happening with the chiropractic schools right now, uh-huh. they're all starting to open up into this, the thing that we talked about. Uh-huh. There's a glaring weakness if you can't do all of the skills. Rehabilitation, okay. fitness, chiropractic, yep. like the modern chiropractors should be able to handle anything that comes in musculoskeletal, and I think they're starting to prepare the students better. Okay, that, which is great news, right? Yep. So kudos to Parker University for doing that because yep. uh, we have some great instructors out there that are, that are pushing that message. But um, can you talk, you know, I think a lot of people are thinking, oh, I'm, I'm just a chiro. They have that idea. I'm just a chiro, right? Well, and again, there's nothing wrong with saying you're just a chiro, right? So I, I think that's okay. And it, but I think so, the perception of the public at the high performance level where you're at, yeah. like you might get some pushback from people well, the public in your neighborhood. Doesn't know. They, they, don't, they don't know anything, right? right. So they just want to get better. Right. right? They so don't they, ask for your license so, when you, they walk in, right? Nobody's ever asked me for my license. Nobody's ever asked me what I got in school. <laughs> Are you licensed? My grades. <laughs> I don't even know if it matters, but no, it does matter. But here's the thing. No one's ever asked me what I am or what my grades were. Mm-hmm. Only thing they ask me is, can you help me? And then literally... They want to know if you can get results. Right. right. So literally, all I'm saying is that the modern chiropractor needs to get results. That is the key, right? So if you're, gonna, if, if you're getting into this business, you either need to get results with your skills uh-huh. or you need to build a team around you that can handle anything that walks into your office. All right. I love that idea. Yeah. I love the idea of a team. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with our interview with Dr. Greg Rose after this. Are you a chiropractor or physical therapist working long hours, worrying about lower repayments and missing out on quality time with your family? You can double your income without working more hours by adding a gym to your practice. Clinic Gym Hybrid Solutions has a step-by-step guide that dramatically simplifies and speeds up the addition of a fitness center and its monthly recurring revenue. In just six months, you can be on your way to freedom. Visit clinicgymhybrid.com today for a free downloadable PDF and complimentary consultation to get you started. That's clinicgymhybrid.com. And we are back with uh, Dr. Greg Rose. So we just had a pretty cool thing. We took a little break there, and uh, I think Greg single-handedly changed the face of chiropractic. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> well, we'll see. Give it a couple years. But if we had, some good, we had some good meetings. Yeah. yeah, if chiropractic changed, it was Greg, no matter what it happened, okay? That's it. I'm taking credit. Yeah, I would. Um, we're, we're in the oh. middle of uh, the party here at uh, yeah. Parker right now, so it's, it's going to get a little louder. It's but. a celebration parade that's going by, uh, just <laughs> celebrating what Greg just did for the profession. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, so we were talking about like thinking big and... and and not letting kind of fear invade your business plans. You're talking about the 10-year plan, plan out 10 years and just back yep. it up year by year. Yep. Okay. And, uh, and then- And just make sure what you put down is what you want because if you're good, it'll happen. Right. And that's, that, that's actually common is people achieve they something, something and they, down and they realize- hate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I th- well, I, it's funny. Like whenever we get these young chiropractors that come in or, or young students before they've decided to go to PT, Cairo, some med school, and they say, yeah, I really want to work with athletes. So uh, I, I'm going to go to PT school. And I always say, and I love PTs. Like I'm not, I'm just saying go spend time in three different PT uh, clinics and see what they're really doing. And so many of them think I'm going to become a PT. And then they get stuck and say outpatient ortho joint replacement therapy and don't know how to break out. But remember, it's their fault, right? Yeah. It's not the profession's fault. So basically you have the power to do whatever you want. Right? Yeah. So what Greg is saying is go into those clinics, point out to somebody and say, you had a choice. You no. did. You know, yeah. you know I, 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 hate, I don't want to say you always had a choice because money is always an issue, right? Sure. But if you go into, some, everybody has to do something they don't want to do sometimes to, to get to what right. they really want, right. right? But as long as you know why you're doing it to get to your dream, right. it's still one of the steps to get to your dream. And you're, 
you know why you're there. Mm-hmm. Is you're building the things that you need to get to your dream. Just don't accept that what you have is what you always have. Yeah. I think one of the most powerful parts of being a chiropractor, and we've talked about this, is you are about as completely free to choose your path as you can be in medicine. It's a great business. The thing about it, you can set up shop anywhere you want. Right. Right. Um, you obviously got to pass a board, but I'm right. feeling confident you can do that. And people that love what you do come back. People who don't, you never see them again. That's right. a beautiful thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> all, you need, all you need, you already got, it's your hands, right? And your brain. Literally a table and yeah. your brain and you can build an empire. Right. And you yeah. can decide, I, you know, people are always talking about how bad healthcare is getting. I think, well, in chiropractic, you have the choice to go cash. You 100% go cash. 100%. But yep. most orthopedic surgeons, I mean, you work with Jim Andrews. He doesn't really have that choice. I, I don't think his business would sustain at cash. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. You, again, you've got to write down what you want to build because you can do it. Yeah. Right? Just make sure it's something you love. That's awesome. All right. And, uh, and you certainly have seen a lot of careers uh, build and flourish and, and people come up. And I've, I've luckily been around some of the people you've had influence. Jason Glass, for example, I mean, yep. uh, started out as, as a strength coach. Still uh, is a strength coach. But an assistant strength coach for a university part-time, yep. right? Yep. And now he has truly developed what's his dream. He, he went from a strength coach to owning a business. Right. Right? That's kind of yeah. what you're saying, right? Because yeah. he kind of said, you know, here's all the things I would love to be doing, and I, I, does, my degree doesn't really matter. It's your vision that holds you back, right? All right, cool. Yeah. So it, you talked about making the 10-year plan, but can we talk about maybe some tips for business that you see that people should have? So everybody listening to this podcast, just to give you some examples, usually a practicing, chiropr- practicing chiropractor. Yep. We're encouraging them to add a gym to add in the recurring revenue, monthly membership stuff, which helps them make better business decisions. But in general, what so define suggestions? That, define that gym ahead. for me real quick. So, uh, so this, yeah, big space, one-third clinic, two-thirds gym space. So if you're at 5,000 square feet, you're going to have roughly 15 to 1,700 square feet of okay. clinic, bathrooms, and front waiting staff, yep. uh, or waiting room. And then the rest of it's big open space gym, functional training model, okay. uh, implementing a lot of what Tom Plummer has said, Rick Mayo. Small group training. That's right. Going through. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So for those people, they're adding in. But what are some business things that you suggest for for them to do some okay, steps so or suggestions. I, I always start step one. Why do I think people fail? Let's, let's okay. start with that. That's good. Um, so number one is they try and do something they're not good at. Okay. Okay. So just remember if you're going, I am good at chiropractic. Yeah. Right. I'm good with my hands, but I want to build a gym. Yep. Right. What do you know about running a gym? Yep. Right. If the answer I know nothing. Is, I know yep. nothing. Well then guess what you need to do? You need to hire somebody who knows right. how to run a gym. It's right? not a how problem. It's a who problem. It's a who problem. Basically, you surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, mm-hmm. and they can work for you. Right. Right? One of the best things I ever did is I created an advisory board. I created yep. a staff that, listen, I've got programmers, graphic designers. I, got people where I don't know anything about that, but I've got one of the best teams in the world, and now I can do what I want. Right. So I, I stick with what I'm good at. So I, you know, it's it's Gerber's book, the E Myth. If yeah, you yeah. ever read the E Myth, right? It's like the entrepreneur myth is the guy making all the bread in the factory says this place wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. Decides to go put up his own factory and own bread factory, and three months later he's bankrupt because he doesn't know right. how to run a factory. He knows right. how to make bread, right? But luckily, along the way to bankruptcy, he got really tired, didn't see his family, and <laughs> hates life. Exactly, those are the bonuses. Yeah. Right? So literally, what I'm saying is, figure out what you are, right? Okay. If you are the entrepreneur then you need to hire the worker. Okay. If you're the worker, you need to hire the managers, the entrepreneurs, hire the people you need to make your business successful because then you're too busy working in your business to work on your business. Okay. Right. So that, that's number one. And then people don't come to your facility because you've got great equipment. What? People come to your facility because they want to hang out with your staff and with you and they get results, right? So it's not, do not invest money in equipment, invest money in staff. Okay. And then that staff 
will get you all the money in the world to buy all the equipment you want. Okay. So once again, it's a who issue. It's and, always a who issue. I mean, yeah. think about it. The like places you go on a repeated basis. Yeah. Do you hate the people that are there? Or do you like the people that are there? Right. Yeah. And and you will if you love the people at this one gym, but the equipment's you know maybe five years old. You hate the people at this other gym and it's brand new. You're still going to go to the one you love the people. Right. Well, to, for your point, there are two Starbucks within like two or three miles of my house. There's yeah. one I avoid because I think the yeah. the server in the morning is always bitchy, and I yeah. think oh, I'm going to go to this one. Now we know that stand the pro the product is exactly the same. The exactly cup is the exactly same. the same. Everything's yep. exactly the same except this person. And it's amazing on how many people allow that to poison their facility, right? So like, yeah. I, I literally, I've hired people that I've gone to, like you said, a Starbucks and the mm -hmm. person in front was so nice. And I was like, if you ever want a job, call me. I'd love for you to be my receptionist. Okay. Just because I want to hang out with you. I don't even know right. you. I just met you. I want to hang out with you. But right. Every position has a person like that. Now, if you find the person who has the, the knowledge and that skill, mm -hmm. those are your keepers that you want to, and you make those people happy. And you know, and the key, remember, the key to making them happy is not just by money. That is a key, though, by the way. Mm -hmm. You want to make sure you pay them well enough. But it's recognition, listening to them, letting them feel like they have some control, yeah. and giving them some control, because yep. it allows you to do what you want to do. Yeah, I mean, every time they do those studies of what, why do you love your job, money yeah. is always it's on the not, list, but it's fifth. Yeah, you know, it's, 100%. If you, if you get to the point where it's too low, they can't survive. They, they right. can't survive. They love, so many people are like, yeah. I'd love to stay here, but I just can't. You right. know, that, that's a money problem. But if you pay right. me another yeah. dollar, I would probably <laughs> yeah. make it work. Yeah. So if you're going to build, if you're a chiropractor and you're going to go add this, this exercise component and build this gym, the first thing I'd say mm -hmm. to myself is, what do you know about running that business? And okay. if you don't, then the first thing you do is you find that person that's yeah. going to help you do so this. So you right. don't just throw your hands up and say, I don't know anything, right? Well, no, you, don't you, just don't, go, you don't just go build a big box, right. put some equipment in there and go, I so, hope this works. So the Those first are the people step, who go bankrupt and right. lose a lot of money. Okay, cool. <laughs> so don't that? put yourself at risk. Before you have more space, have the I, I have this, person. Yeah, I have, so I have this, this um, let's like in our golf business, the TPI, uh -huh. a lot of our guys take our stuff and they said, I want to get that 3D system, uh -huh. right? And they're like, but that 3D system costs $5,000 to yep. buy this. They're like, should I buy it? I'm like, you should never buy anything. Your patients should buy it. Yep. So literally what I have them do is I say, okay, write a letter when you go home and send it out to all your patients and just say, listen, next month we're bringing in the new state-of-the-art 3D motion capture system. It's only gonna be here for a month. We're renting it for a month. Mm -hmm. There's limited spots. There's 100 spots. It's 200 bucks to come in and get this evaluated. If 100 people sign up and they're gonna pay you $200 and they, they pre-sign up to get these slots, that month comes, you do the evaluation. After it's over, you email them back and say, it was such a success, we decided to buy it and it's here for good. But guess what? You didn't buy it. Those 100 people that paid you $200, mm -hmm. they bought it easily. You paid right. five grand and you put another 15 in your pocket. So basically, if you send out that letter and you say, hey, we got this great piece of equipment. I got this gym coming next month. Mm -hmm. If you're interested in pre-signing up, sign up now. And three people say they're interested, uh, you have a much bigger problem. Don't go buy a gym. Right. right. You need to figure out how to get a practice that's interested in that. Yeah. So it's almost like like most gyms do pre-sales. Right. Some gyms will set up in cities, and they'll. I've opened two gyms in my life. So if they'll do a pre-sale in that city, and they're all excited about it, and sometimes the gym never shows up because they didn't right. get the pre-sales. Right. Yeah. So, so just they just refund everybody and say, hey, it was, thanks a lot, but. And again, like I said, don't think this is just as simple as I've got this space. I'm going to put some equipment here, and people are going to start signing up and doing a gym. That is not what makes a successful okay. gym medical practice. Okay. okay. So let's say they, they get to that step. They, they hire, they find the person. A couple trainers or yeah. a, a person who's run gyms before. Right. Yep. And uh, they got it and they say, hey, I want to offer classes. Yep. Um, but where would you go from there? You got the person. What would be the next step in, in the Greg Rose uh, map to domination? <laughs> 
<laughs> I like the way you think. Okay, so literally, if, if I'm talking about... Well, you're not about a guy who wants to, like, you and Elon Musk, right? Like, <laughs> hey, I, you don't want to just go to Mars. You're like, can we take over Mars? That's what I want to know. Like, who owns this real estate? Who do well, I need to file with? I want to own it. But I also I, I want to make it clear that I'd want to I'd want to master what I have first before I move okay. on. Right, so that's they have a healthy clinic that's already pumping people out people. Like, some people are like, oh, I'm going to go open three of these, and they yeah. they can't even leave theirs until yeah. you can leave yours and it still make money. You can't open another one. Ooh, let's say that again. Yeah, until you can go to the Parker seminar and your clinic is still making money without you and operating no problem, the 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 thought of opening another one, somebody should punch you in the face <laughs> and try and knock that thought out of your brain. Right. right? Okay. Because you don't have a system. Right, you, yeah. systems are what you can replicate. Yeah. Right? So, the next step is create your system. Right. Okay. And the system is not Greg's chiropractic center. You know, it's like right. Dallas chiropractic center. When you come here, we have a system. That's it was system. Advantage Golf. Advantage Golf is what yeah. I opened. Right. And, and I'm the only reason you went with Titleist Performance Institute was Titleist underwrote the whole thing. He said, "All right, we'll give you name recognition." And it was at their facility, right? Yeah. It's like at the Yankees training stadium. Yeah. Right. right? So, but the, literally the the idea of saying. Uh, you know, this is Greg's chiropractic center. Everybody wants to see Greg, right? That's not a system you're selling a person. Okay. If you're going to build a gym and yep. you're going to have a medical practice here, you want to build this, this, our system does this. Yep. There's what we do is you, the medical team evaluates you first. And right. If there's any problems, we clear it up. Then we bring you to our training and our training helps make sure it maintains the, all the corrections and makes it so it's preventative. And our system does this. We do this. And if they're yep. like, who's we? You're like, you know, our whole staff. If it's just you, I still say it's we because at some point it's going to be right. if you're successful. Right. So now, I got to say, like, this yeah. is a thing that I've learned from you by observation is no matter what setting you're in, you always do a great job of including everybody who's on your team at that time. I teach SFMA with you. You say, we do this. You, when I see you teach at TPI, you do, we do this. And, it's, and because of that, everybody has an invested... Um, an investment to see the brand get better, see the team get better, yeah. and promote the person next well, to them. Well, think about that. I'm thinking of more from the client. Yeah. So imagine if the client came in. Imagine if I came in and I said, and I'm working for you. And I okay. said, well, the way Dr. Satterley likes to do this is blah, blah, blah. They're going to go, why am I not seeing Dr. Satterley? Right. You know what I mean? If, if they're like, why, why are you re regurgitating? Does it not matter what you think? Mm -hmm. you know, so if we just go, listen, our philosophy here is this, this is our philosophy. Right. Whether, if I started yesterday or I've been here for 10 years, it's our philosophy. And, and everybody's got to have the same philosophy. That's another big thing too. And that, that culture, you're trying to build a culture. Yeah. Right? And, in, and to build a culture, you do have to do a couple. First of all, you have to create a philosophy that everybody loves. It's got to be fun. You have to reward the loyal. It's really important. Like if you've got people okay. that come, that, that's your number one customer is reward loyal. You, you have to- The loyal. I, I want to make sure, there's a little background noise. Reward the loyal members of your customers, customers members of your gym, so patients, you reward For those who see like TPI, there's a World Golf Fitness Summit every two years. If you're level the people three, that have bought everything from yep. you say, hey, come on, it's I'll free. host you basically. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You, you highlight the leaders, Okay. reward the loyal, Okay. and you motivate the followers, right? Okay. So it's basically, and how do you motivate the followers is you highlight you highlight the leaders. Uh -huh. So you get the most inspirational people, you do stories, you yeah. have like, here's our patient of the month and here's what they did and you blah, okay. blah, blah. The people that have been there forever, there's some type of, uh, in the gym, we always have, there's this loyalty rewards yeah. program for you guys. And that helps motivate the masses to become one of the leaders right. or become one of the lawyers. Yeah. That, that's how you create a culture and a yeah. cult, right? I mean, which is what you want. Yeah, Disney, for example, yeah. if you're a Disney vacation club, they're timeshare people, yeah. and you've come and you bought annual passes, they yeah. send you stickers to put on your car, and the people who believe in it do the stickers, they'll send you a license plate you're frame. Like, but I'm just a small chiropractor, it doesn't matter. Right. right. So first thing you do is you create your system, you figure out how you're going to highlight mm -hmm. the excellence, the people, the leaders. You figure out how you're going to reward your loyal, and that's just going to start motivating. And, right. you know, 
if you don't know anything about social media and you don't know anything about marketing, so that's the first thing you're going to hire, right? Mm -hmm. Go. It, it's people don't understand how powerful that can be, and I think that uh, they're scared. They're scared to risk some money. But if you, okay. know, if you go spend a thousand dollars and it makes you five thousand dollars, uh, imagine what happens if you spend fifty thousand. Right. But I can do. People don't think like that, but you should. Yeah. Right. So well, really, it is really scary, important. like to write that first Absolutely check, scary. and it's like, hey, I write it today, and I'm not going to see effect. I mean, in marketing prayer, you might not see effect for four to six weeks, and well, you're some of them. It's instantaneous. I mean, it's amazing yeah. what the right you know okay. things can do. But I I, I just. These, you asked me the steps of what I would do. So yeah. the first thing I do is I create the concept, the system. Okay. Stuff. I get the people. All right. Got to get the rock stars in yep. there. Then we we kind of build our culture. Mm -hmm. Then figure out the, the minimal necessary equipment we need. Because uh -huh. once the clients are coming in, they're going to help buy the rest of the stuff. Right. Okay. And, then, and then how do I market this? Okay. Because I want to spend most of my money on marketing, not on the machines right now. And then that'll feed the rest. Say that again to all my friends who maybe are not spending enough on marketing. Yeah, well, what do most people do? They go open up a clinic, they spend $100,000 on the greatest tables and equipment, blah, 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 and they stare at them all day because they don't have any patients. Right. Because they have no ability to get them. Yeah. Now, I always tell the story. I, for this con consulting gig I did, I had to call 30 different chiropractors, and all the ones I say, where do you get most of your clients? They say, word of mouth referral. I say, how many new patients a month? Eh, 20 to 40, right? They just yeah. I call the people in every state. And then I... I Ask some other people, where do you get most of your clients? Mm, we do some advertising, some marketing. I have a social media platform. How much do you spend? Mm, I spend about 10 or 15 grand a month. Okay. How many new patients a month do you get? Mm, I think last month we had 84. The month before was 112. Right. Like, it well, scales. And, I, and I'm even saying, back up, like, if you're going to go, let's say you're a new chiropractor and you're going to go set up your practice. Yeah. And we've been through this. You and I have both been through this. You look at all the tables that are out there. Yeah. Some, some people in their mind... And this is with motion capture, with video, with tables. Go if I get the fancier equipment, it's going to get me more patients. Absolutely, like, they're like the patients. Like right. the patients have any idea what a table. Well, it's like, like when you buy a Maserati and then you go to the bar and think that every chick there is going to take you home, right? <laughs> well, it's a perfect correlation. It, it, it's, it's, <laughs> and I'm saying is is they wouldn't even know what a Maserati or a Dodge yeah. Dart was, yeah. right? Because the they're not going out to the parking lot with you. <laughs> oh, they're not going there for the table. Yeah, they're going there for you, right? Yeah. So the, the equipment you buy for you to whatever you need to get the result. Okay. It's not marketing. Right. People are like, oh, I'm going to get that cool 3D motion capture. I'm going to get this laser thing right yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's going to get yep. me patience. It does not get you patience. It gets you results. Okay. You need to go get patience. Okay. Now, results yeah. gets you patience, but you got to start that, right? So the, right. The, the, the investment in the equipment is not marketing. Okay. That's what we should repeat. The investment in the equipment is not marketing. All right. <laughs> yep. I think that I think it's good because there's a lot of people out there thinking that, oh, I need this, I need that. I got hundred thousand dollars, I'm gonna start my own practice. They yep. spend eighty five thousand on buying equipment and they have right. you know fifteen thousand yeah. they should spend fifteen thousand on equipment right. and eighty five thousand on marketing. I mean, people would argue that you might be the the you know, one of the top chiropractors in the world. Uh, and I've been to your qu clinic and it's literally a bench table, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have a pelvic bench. Right. And you have access to anything you want. I had a fancy high load. Yeah, yeah. We, we, I gave it to one of my friends. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But people know the TBI brand mm -hmm. and they know Greg uh, Rose. By the way, I think I can treat anything. I mean, I treat the, yeah. the, the, some of the best athletes in the world coming there every day. Right. And do stuff. Again, but they're not coming in there for my table. Okay. Right. So now I'm not saying anything bad about, about tables, but I'm just no, saying no, no. don't start with that. Right. Once you have this great practice and everybody's coming in, those patients will buy that table for you. Right. Right. Because you're making money and they can do yeah. that stuff. Just don't risk your dollars starting out on equipment. Yeah. Risk it on what will get you patients and the patients will get you everything else. All right. So let's talk a little bit more about that, like that external marketing. Like, so I got my tiny little clinic, super lean. Yeah. I, I'm treating on my portable table, which is fine. By the way, some of the 
best treatments I've ever gotten were at a seminar on a portable table. So you can treat on anything. I built portable tables with Uh a friend of mine, Alton Krenzelak, when we went to uh, chiropractic school together. In chiropractic school, I had a workshop. We used to build portable tables and we sold them to other students. So I made money when I was covered. That's probably why I still have a little point. That's that's yeah. What I it's like yeah. a piece of me is in there. Yeah. 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 Um, so what? Uh, what? If you could give some people tips on marketing, because yep. you've done everything from marketed a huge brand for. Yeah. I mean, so, you have a hired full-time so, social media guy, right? Yep. And then you, you, but you were, By the uh, way, but I you hired, were a tiny little guy. I hired chiro- him. Yeah. In one month, he increased our social media following by nine hundred percent, not nine percent. 900%. Okay. Because guess what? I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So why would I do that? I want to hire an expert. Right. Who knows but you had an, right. an iPhone X, man. You can <laughs> exactly. do it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It is amazing what you think you can do on your own, but there are experts who just, they, right. you know, listen, you're an expert in chiropractic. Mm-hmm. Imagine hiring a marketing guy to do chiropractic. Mm-hmm. They laugh when you try and do marketing right. too, right? So it's the same thing. So first, first things, uh, I, I guess if I was going to start First of all, well, so you got practicing chiropractors listening, so they probably have a place, they've got a decent following, they've got some word of mouth referrals, but they're probably at that. I'm not really making a whole lot more than. So I, I like I, I like talking. Obviously, we're yeah. doing this thing. I like presenting. I think uh, people who speak or talk are looked as leaders. Uh-huh. So I think you you need to you need to get good at, at talking. I mean, mm-hmm. you're you're already talking with your patients, but talking in big groups. Okay. So, if you have a message, you want a video. Video, by the way, nowadays marketing nobody reads anymore. Uh, they, or, or I shouldn't say that. They watch videos on their yep. mobile device. They don't listen sound-wise, but they do read the sub, subtitles. Right. So when you're going to do videos, make sure it's videos with subtitles. Because most, like 90% of videos watched now are with the sound Greg's off. Greg's acting big, but he learned that from a social media guy he hired. <laughs> oh, my social media guy taught me everything. Yeah. But So basically, uh, what I would do is, first of all, niche specialize in something if you can. And okay. know more about that than anybody in the world. So like, you went after golf, it, it worked for you. 100%, right? right. So but it, there are people who could go after runners or whatever. I mean, you could literally, you could pick, I want to do uh, 60 to 80-year-old female basket weavers, and I think there's a market. I okay. The more specific you get into your specialty, as yeah. long as you know more about that than anybody in the world, right. you will build a following. Okay? And, and it's a whole lot easier to find those people when you niche down because if I say I want to go after retired golfers, it's really yeah. easy to go to the clubhouse at a retirement community and I'm going to find that, but I'm not going to find them out at Big Five, right? And if I want to go after the, the more, 60-year-old... The more specialized yeah. it is, the easier it is to become the leader in the world. Right, it, yeah. Right? So, that, you know, that it's, so I, I, think, I think that's really important. And once you have that, then you start talking about your message and you create videos, you create different things and little snippets. And then you go, like I said, to social media. And you start putting some of that stuff out. And it's crazy. It's like you're fishing. <clears throat> yeah. you're, you're creating a hook. And basically what you can do, and Facebook has some incredible tools on this, is you can literally go put out, you know, uh, let's say a video on uh, fly fishing is your favorite thing. Okay. Right? So, so you're working with people who have elbow problems. I'm making stuff up right yeah, now. I know, elbow I'm problems with fly fishing. That's my specialty. And you do a couple of videos out there. And you put it out there. And you have Facebook. You spend... $1,000 to promote that. Okay. And let's say uh, 200 people see your video. Yeah. You're probably thinking that sucks. Well, you can you can use a little button on Facebook called Lookalikes, and they can say, let's look at those 200 people, and let's see how many people in the Facebook world mm-hmm. look like those people. And right. You can turn that into a 2 million, a list. Right. And then you have a list of 2 million that are potential. And, it, 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 and I'm just, I'm just, this is yeah, just basic off the cuff. Yeah, it's fine. Right? Um, there's there's these tools that you can do to start getting your word out and spread. And if people like what you're doing, it's like the build it and they will come. You know, if you if you build this little specialty niche over there, there's a but, there's a world for it. They just by the way, hear about it. for everybody listening, I just want to make something clear. 
if you go back and watch the movie, they don't say build it and they will come. He says build it and he will come. <laughs> so if you build it, one person will show up and look at your fancy table. We're of changing 3D. the movie, Josh. Yeah. It's they will come. But I'm just saying, it, yeah. you got to talk about it and get in front of those groups. So, <laughs> yeah. so going that's, back that's to something you said, that's how it early, start. Yeah, that's, that's a cheap way to start. Right. I mean, right. but everybody literally coming out of school can. Before you get out of school, you can start talking about some niche, right? If you're the number one chiropractor for or the number one expert in knee pain and mountain bikers. Yep. You go start doing talks at, at mountain bike shops. you're not competing with every chiropractor now. Right. You're just competing with other chiropractors right. specialized in mountain biking knees. And I don't know any. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And it, yeah. you know, the people that have that mountain bike and want to do that as their enjoyment would love you. Yeah. And think, about, think about your area, your lo- locations, everything. You want, to, you want to live where you want to live, right? Mm-hmm. So every community. Everybody in freaking San Diego says that. You got to live where you want to live. I they rub I, it in the I faces was, of the guys from Las Vegas. Years, I was it's 28 fine. years in Washington, D.C. So yeah. yeah okay. But, if once you find well, no, you, that, made, you went to uh, Iowa for to really true. liven it up. That's true. <laughs> well, once you find that your location, there there's a culture there, and okay. there's like you know, in, like you said, San Diego, where I'm at. Yeah. You know, if I said I'm going to be the world's expert chiropractor in surfing, okay, right, um, and let's say longboard, okay, I can build a massive practice there. On yep. That. Now, if I said that's my that's my dream, and I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, mm-hmm. I think you're going to fail. Okay. Right. Make sure you, yep. you find something that or, or right. move to yeah. where your dream is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And it's a lot of what you do, right? Like if you're a runner and you want to be the, you know, help out people. I know a guy in St. Louis and they have a yeah. ton of 5Ks and 10Ks yeah. and yeah. and uh, he does very well for himself. Yep. Okay. That's now going back to the speaking thing, because I know that's something that you, uh, you changed my life. You and Tom Plummer uh, throwing uh, balls of paper at me repeatedly uh, was a great in experience. Speaker school. Yep. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, and, and if anybody wants Tom Plummer, the NFBA, National Fitness Fitness Alliance, has some. I think you can just look up Tom Plummer on Google yeah. and you'll see all his stuff. You'll see yeah. him. He texts his manifesto every other morning and like has some incredible Facebook posts. Yeah. The guy's a great writer. I mean, I'll give him like, he yeah. is unbelievable. He's, he's, uh, he's a great business consultant and he's a, an incredible speaking, speaking coach. Yeah. It's been my speaking coach for a long time. Uh, we've been doing speaking seminars, speaking uh, right. schools for a while, and it's amazing with the transformation you can see uh, in people in two days. And I always say, listen, great speakers are not born; they are created. Mm-hmm. Right? It is a it's a skill, yeah. just like great chiropractors are born. Yeah. They're 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 right. created. And, and it's, for example, it's, Jason Glass, uh, one that again, speaking, it's, just, it's a skill that you learn. Right. And I yeah. and you tell a story of when he went through speaker school, but that was also probably if we looked at a timeline of his success, there was there probably upticked. Right after that, right? Because well, I mean, Jason, basically, we our speaker school was invite only. Okay. Right, for, to become a speaker at TPI, we would we would see people were like, I, I really think Josh, you got some potential. I like you to do this. Well, Jason wrote me a letter saying, I want to be one of these. Do speakers. you like me? Check yes or no. It was, but it was. I get a lot of letters, but this was one where I was like, man, this kid really he he took some time and effort wow. here, and I'm like, invite him to the next speaker school. That's awesome. Comes to speaker school, and Tom Plummer and I, there's 20 people in the room. Yep. We go through, and after it was over, we both looked at each other. We're like, that kid right there. He can be a superstar. He knows he, he he knows how to command an audience, right? Just needs needs some coaching, doing stuff. And again, I don't think he was born like that. You can train this uh-huh. in there. But if you have that gift, if you have that skill, you have a one of the most powerful marketing tools in the world. Okay, and it's something you should cultivate. Right. So, uh, along those lines. For people who are like, well, Greg's just saying that because he's out at national conferences and I used he to has hate to speak. Right. Go back to the early days. Tell, tell us about that. Like, way, I mean, you, way back you, before, I'll tell you, before I'll tell you who changed my life. Okay. A chiropractor named Bob Rifkin. Okay. When I graduated chiropractic school, 
I, I literally was, I wanted to open up a golf practice, right? So I'm like, I can't buy one. There's, right. It doesn't exist. So I, I went into this practice. It was, uh, I'll never forget. There was an ad. It was called White Flint Chiropractic. It was for sale. Okay. I went to the receptionist and I was like, hey, I just graduated. I heard about the practice for sale and I want to see it. And she freaked out. And I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, our practice for sale? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Did you not know? <laughs> and she's freaked. She goes in the back comes back out and the, this doctor, Bob Rifkin, comes out and goes, son, uh, I don't know where you heard us, but we're not for sale. And I'm like, this is White Point Chiropractic. He's like, oh no, they're across the street. I was in the wrong place, right? <laughs> so as I'm like, I'm sorry, I go to leave. He's like, well, hold on a second. Tell me what you're doing. And I was like, I just graduated from school. I'm trying to buy a practice. And yeah. he's like, why do you want to buy a practice? And I'm like, because I'm going to do something weird. And he was like, listen, I'm looking for a partner. He goes, why don't you give me six months? Okay. Come work with me for six months. And if, if, if you like it, I'll let you buy in and be a partner. And I'm like, you know, I don't think you know what I'm doing, but uh, I liked, he was cool. I was like, I'm going to go check out this other practice and I'll come back. I went and checked out the practice. I went home that night and I was like, something's telling me I should go work with that guy for six months. I cool. called him up. I went in there and I was like, listen, I want to give it a shot. I, I, I think we hit it off. And for six months, he taught me the business of how do you get set up with insurance companies? How do you bill? How do you do all, and, and all these things that I knew I needed to do anyway. Yeah. To when I started my own. But he said to me, he goes, Greg, so... How are you going to get some patients? And I go, I don't, I, I don't know. I'm just starting. I'm doing stuff. And he's like, well, listen, I'm going to teach you. He goes, we do public speaking here. And I go, oh, man, I don't know. I'm, I don't, I'm not really big. He's like, listen. And at this and, point, you're just at a straight out of chiropractic college. You're what, 24 years old? It's like, uh, yeah, early. Something like that. I'm, uh, how am I? I am uh, 26 years old. Okay. And uh, basically, he's like, listen, we go to all these from the U.S. Congress to the Department of Energy. We get all these, all these huge departments here. And we do talks okay. on health and chiropractic, and we, that's how we get our patients. He's like, I want you to come with me. We'll do a couple of these, and then I'm going to train you how to do it. I'm like, all okay. Right. So I go, and I watch him. This guy was great. He was great. He just he's up on the stage was where he was meant to be, Bob. Yeah. Blah. So he comes back, and after like the first month, he's like, all right, are you ready to start your training? And I'm like, training for what? He's like, to be a public speaker. And I'm like, uh, sure. And he goes, every Friday we'll meet after, after work. And have I ever told you this story? Yeah. Okay. So I, we, we, I go, I'll meet you. I'll meet you after work on Friday and uh, we'll spend an hour. And I'm like, okay. So I kind of forget about it. Cause I was Monday on Friday he shows up and get done. It's like six 30 and he's like, all right, are you ready? And I'm like, what do you mean? And he's like, we're going to do our speaker training. I'm like, Oh, I forgot. And he's like, just come in the back. We're ready whenever you are. And I'm like, we, who's we? I walk in the back, and we had probably maybe four or five CAs that okay. would, would work throughout there. Uh, his wife was. I walk in there; they're all there. Everybody's okay. there. So there's like there's like five CAs, his wife and Bob sitting in chairs. And I walk in, and I'm like, it looked like an intervention, right? I'm like, what is this? And he's like, Greg, <laughs> Greg, we need to talk. Greg, we need to talk. He's like, hey, listen. He goes, we're gonna give you some. Uh, we're we're gonna we're gonna give you a topic. Okay. I'd like you to uh, talk about something, and then uh, we'll give you some feedback. Okay. I'm like, okay. And I'll never forget. First thing he says to me, he goes, so Greg, uh, my aunt went to a chiropractor and she got her neck adjusted and she had a stroke. Is that going to happen to me? And I was like, um, and as soon as I said that, everybody started throwing something at me. Like, you can't say, uh, or ball. And I'm like, I just didn't know how to react to it. They're like, that sucked. Turn around and start over again. So I turn around and I'm like, all right. And they're like, well, hold on. We haven't asked you a question yet. I'm like, I thought it was, they're like, no, we're going to offer you a different question. And they would torture this me. This is like, they would torture me. They baptism would, by fire. Like. So they'd ask me different questions to the point where I was like, they, I'm like, ask me anything. I would say, and when I got to the point where I could get through the whole thing and everyone was like, man, that was pretty, pretty good. They're like, all right, let's go try one. Let's go try, uh, let's go do a talk on acupuncture on, on, you know, for this, this one office. Yeah. And 
literally, uh, I'll never forget, it, in, after six months, I decided to go open up this golf practice, and I needed more space. His place, place wasn't big enough, but we've always stayed friends. And I went and did it, and two years later, I call him up, and I was like, listen, it's 1998. I go, Bob, I've got something really cool. I've learned a lot of cool things about golf, and I'm, I'm thinking that I should do seminars yeah. on this. I go, but I'm a little nervous that I'm going to teach other chiropractors yeah. what I'm doing because I think I got a specialty sauce. And I'll never forget. He looked me right in the face and he was like, did I teach you nothing? And I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, listen, if you get up there on that stage and you start teaching this, you will always be the leader. He goes, people look up to the leader. He goes, don't you worry about what you say. Just go out there and say what you believe and it'll all work out. And he literally started my career. Wow. Pretty so cool. that guy was the... the Bob Rifkin. The Bob. impetus of you being... Up on stage, dude. I was petrified at speaking. Now wow. I love it. I mean, I feel like I, I'm. I, my so it unlocked unlocked your career. I mean, without that, you could never be where There's you are now, no right? No chance. Yeah. Zero chance. That's awesome, man. Yep. yep. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. So, so speaking and and early on, these talks that you were giving, they weren't 120 people paying oh. 600 big bucks to be uh, in the door, right? Randy Myers, who's one of the top yeah. golf trainers, Randy hosted one of my first golf talks at PJ National yep. with the uh, director of instruction for the PJ of America, Rick Martino at the time. There was 11 of us in the room, me and Randy teaching to 11 people. And we always talk about it. Like we were, uh, I can't, I think we were in Sweden or something like okay. five years ago and there's like 120 people. And he was like, we've come a long way from PJ National with 11 people. Yeah. Um, but again, if, if you, if you're passionate about something and people can see the passion if you're knowledgeable about something, know more about something than anybody in the world, there is an audience that's interested. You just got to start doing it. That's awesome. So that would be the base of your marketing plan. Yep. I mean, even today, your brand is building because of speaking. That's it. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. Well, how uh, are people going to know about you? Right? <laughs> well, you buy that great table and a, and a sweet x-ray machine and a 3D. It'll transmit. That's uh, right. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, like a bat yeah. signal. So once people have their speaking degree, I mean, this is going long, but what, one more tip marketing-wise that you, you think everybody kind of overlooks or... Because I think speaking um, is one of those things. Well, oh, I'll do it when it comes up. And I think you got to make it happen. You got to ask. You got to try and find the stage that it happens on, even if it's you hosting your own course. I think I think a lot of people in their mind also think that I should never do anything for free. And I'm a I'm a I'm a big believer in you shouldn't discount anything. But I do believe you should give a lot of things away for free. Interesting. And one of those things is your time. So okay. if, if a Let's say your, your specialty is in mountain climbing for knees or mountain okay, biking yeah, for yep. knees. And a mountain biking club says, hey, we'd love for you to come in and do a three-hour talk at our meeting over here, but we can't pay you. Mm -hmm. Say yes. Right? There are certain things you do for yeah. marketing that's just your time that puts you in front of there. And a lot of the things, you never know who's in that room with you. You never know who's in that room. Can you give an example in your, in your world? I did a talk one time where I was dreading it. I was like, I'm going to this. I don't want to mention it because it, it, it was a... But you had to travel to this conference? show okay. that I was like, shoot me now. I can't believe I'm doing this. Yep. And when I did that talk, there were two presidents of two PGAs from other countries that were at that talk that literally incorporated our program into the PGA of that country. Yep. If I didn't go to that, again, you just never know who's in that room. That's awesome. Yeah. So give it away for free. Make sure you talk about it as often as you your can. Your knowledge. Your knowledge. Your knowledge, yep. yep. Yeah, but don't you discount your, for. yeah. Yep. And sh don't discount them. Charge full boat. I don't like, I don't like discount. The reason I don't like discount is like, let's say uh, two patients talking to each other. Yeah. One's like, hey, I can't believe Greg only charges $90. And they're like, what are you talking about? He charges me $110. It, yeah. There's no good reason for that. Right. Right. There is no good reason. Now, if you say, oh, I'm part of the rewards program and I've earned points, like, I'll give things away for free. Yeah. But I don't discount. Okay. Cool. Right? You can say, listen, I'll give you 10 treatments for free if you do 100. I didn't discount anything. I gave something away for free. 
Okay. I okay. like it. Yep. So let me just recap our conversation because it's a big one here. So make a 10-year plan. Yep. And back it out year by year. Most important. And, and that's going to take time. Write it down. Write it down, and it's going to take time. It. Put it on the refrigerator to look at it. Like if this is something that takes me it, 10 minutes, I didn't do it. You, you just didn't, you, there's no way. Yeah. You didn't think big enough. And okay. remember, it needs to go back 10 years. If okay. you go back four years and you're like, I'm already here, you're not thinking 10 years. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So that was one. Second one was... If you're going to... If you're going to... If instead if of gonna, just building a space, hire... It's not about the equipment. It's, not, it's the people. Right. The system. Yep. Right. It's we. It's us. Yep. Then market. And then market. That's it. And then... And then go enjoy your... And uh, then work 100-hour weeks in a place you love. Do everything you can. Give it all away for free. Until, until you can walk away. Yeah. It runs on its own, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then... Other than that, we didn't cover anything. And it's super simple. That's it. It's easy, that's right? It. it actually is. I know we were joking about it, yeah. but it actually is. Okay. All right. Well, cool. Greg, this has been a slice of heaven, man. I, I really appreciate you being on. Um, anything you want to share with the world about what you're doing or, you know, I got, I've got three and a half listeners, so <laughs> you want to uh, promote something. Uh, sure. I'll tell you. So first of all, if anybody's interested in the golf seminars, obviously you can go to mytpi.com, yep. mytpi.com, check out our, our seminars for golf. We are launching three new certifications. We're launching one with the USPTA, the United States Professional Tennis Association. Okay. Uh, that's starting June 22nd, 23rd. We have a seminar in Orlando at the headquarters there. That's through a company called Racket Fit. Okay. R-A-R-A-C-Q-U-E-T-F-I-T, okay. like Racket Fitness. Racket Fit. Um, that website will go live here at the end of March. Okay. We have a third certification through for baseball softball okay. called OnBase University or OnBaseU.com. Okay. That's through... Um, uh, a couple U-Triple-S-A is one of our partners there, okay. which is like travel ball for baseball, softball. Okay. Uh, and then we have one coming at the end of the year with U.S. Lacrosse. And uh, all of those, if you go to my TPI, you'll hear about some of those. Yep. So if you're interested in sports specific specificity and learning yeah. about those sports as a chiropractor, you'll be able to do those. And then, as always, if you haven't done the FMS or the SFMA at functionalmovement.com, we have our SFMA seminars that uh, we'd love to show you what we do. And within there, I know you've been bragging about your your SFMA level two. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. The, the corrective is pretty cool. So if anybody listening, I know there's a lot of folks that have had a SFMA certification, but the uh, the correctives are pretty pretty impressive, right? Basically what we do is we just we go around the world and we find some of the smartest people. It's not us. It's like I said, it's we. Yeah. And by picking the brains of so many great people that are involved and they're so willing to share, it's oh. it's pretty cool. All right. Well, I love it. Well, at the end of this, every episode, I always say, go out there, maximize your license, and live the life you dreamt of. And Greg, I think you're helping those people expand what they're I'm truly doing dreaming exactly of. exactly that. All right. Cool, man. Cool. It's been a pleasure. Thanks. Thanks for what you've done for chiropractic and uh, everybody. And uh, on behalf of Clinic Gym Radio, this is Dr. Josh Satterley. I guess that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to Clinic Gym Radio. If you're ready to double your profit without working longer hours, please visit clinicgymhybrid.com and find out how easy it is to get started on your path to freedom. That's clinicgymhybrid.com.